0: Well hello everyone, my name is Monica Irvin and this is Parentwise with Monica Irvin and I'm so glad to be with you. Yes, it has been a long time, too long since I have posted a podcast episode, but I feel compelled to uh, create an episode today on a topic that just has been weighing on my heart the last few weeks and, and so here we are. And so I want to discuss this with you and hopefully all of us can walk away with some things that we can seek some heavenly guidance on so that we can protect our children, our families, our marriages from the attacks by the enemy. So what compels me to talk about this topic is I've had a couple of experiences in recent weeks. um, And these are not unusual experiences. I've always had these experiences, it seems, uh, in one manner or another, in lots of different circumstances. But because it seems like I've had some extra doses of it lately, it it just bears me to uh, or motivates me to want to talk about it, and so basically, you all, as you know, I have a company called the Etiquette Factory, and this time of year is very busy for me. I travel all over the country um, at different homeschool conventions, selling our etiquette curriculum, but also uh, along with selling our products, we do a lot of mentoring. I mentor parents through. Workshops, parenting workshops that I deliver at these conventions, through one-on-one conversations with parents uh, at these conventions, and then I've, I I do a lot of mentoring just online through emails and and other ways. But I'm gonna just describe uh, two different situations to you, and this is not at all to disrespect the people that this uh, that were engaged in this episode but I just think that when I describe actual events that it helps all of us to recognize if we have ever been guilty of doing the same behavior I know that there's not a parent I don't believe at least I don't know of any on the earth that want to hurt their children that want to let their children down Um, and so I know that sometimes as a parent we can engage in certain behaviors that we just don't recognize at the time can be damaging to not only our children but to our family unity and even our marriage, perhaps. And so I was at a convention, and this, once again, is not the first time this has happened. In fact, it's happened way too many times, where I am in my booth, and a parent and a child comes into my booth to learn about the etiquette factory, and the parent will start telling me The things that are wrong with that child standing beside them. In fact, I had a mother come in with her teenage daughter uh, some time ago and started telling me things like, I just don't understand why. She has to be so rude sometimes, and sometimes we're, I'm always teaching her that she needs to speak to people and make eye contact, but she just never will, and and then it went from one thing to another, and as this mother started telling me these things, I mean, immediately my heart starts racing. I look over at this teenage girl who immediately put her eyes down to the ground and was completely humiliated and so as quickly as I could I just interjected several times oh well you know it's very difficult for some people to make eye contact and sometimes the reason uh, someone struggles with that is a lack of confidence but there's a lot we can do for that most children Uh, In fact, I don't think any child is really trying to be rude. And so I just kept interjecting ways to not defend the behavior, but to defend this poor child standing beside her mother, the very person that is supposed to be her ultimate protector on this earth, the one that keeps her safe, her And her mother and her father, that's the job of a parent to protect, to stand in place of Heavenly Father on this earth and protect our children as much as we can from physical harm, emotional harm, and spiritual harm. And there I watch this mother lash out and harm her very own child emotionally and spiritually. And it just breaks my heart. Parents, we never, ever announce to other people in front of our children what their mistakes are, what their weaknesses are, what their embarrassing moments are. We never, ever do such things. If we want to destroy the respect that our children have for us, then sure, go ahead and do that. But parents, there's nothing that will destroy our relationship with our children more than publicly humiliating them. And how sad that the first words that would come out of a parent's mouth to a complete stranger about their child that is standing right beside them would be words that hurt. Our children, despite their weaknesses, despite the things that they struggle with, should first hear us Describe them as the wonderful human beings that we know they are capable of being and are. Just because our children struggle does not mean they're anything less than divine human beings with divine potential who are loved, so dearly loved, by their Father in heaven. And so we've got to make sure that we do not do such things. Now, yes, parents, there are times when seeking help for our children that we need to maybe speak to a friend who might have experience with something, a parenting topic, maybe speak with your minister, maybe speak with a another youth leader, or um, perhaps a professional, a therapist, or someone along those lines where we have to talk about, hey, my child is struggling in this area. We, we don't really know where to go from here. We don't know how to handle this situation or this particular um, struggle that our child is having. Of course, there are times that we have to do that. But we don't do that in front of our children unless it's just absolutely necessary. Like for instance, maybe you're sitting with your child in the doctor's office or in a therapist's office and you need to discuss something that, that you all are there to help your child with. But only in those circumstances where your child fully understands and actually they themselves are wanting help. And, and we know that, that they also want to um, help identify things that they can do to overcome a particular struggle that they're having in their life. But you all, we have to protect, protect the, the reputation of our children We have to protect their privacy. We have to protect their honor. And so we protect them by always speaking of them in front of others very kindly and respectfully. Can you imagine? Can you imagine standing next to your boss or standing with your spouse? And some of you don't have to imagine this because it has happened. And your spouse or boss, you're at a dinner party and all of a sudden they start announcing to the group that you all are speaking to something really humiliating that you do or have done, a mistake that you've made, um, a behavior or character trait that they just are in complete disapproval of. Can you imagine what it would feel like and to have someone that is supposed to love you or is supposed to mentor you to publicly humiliate like you like that. So I want to just give a strong warning against such behavior. Now, in addition to that, there's another behavior that I've seen and i uh, I I just think it can be uh, almost as destructive to our children. And that is when we speak unkindly about our child's other parent. Now, you all, I'm not talking about just in divorce. No, of course, it matters there too. But I'm actually talking about All of us who are married to our children's other parent. But when we make catty remarks, um, when we complain to others about our child's other parent in front of our child, it's as if we are undermining who our children are. For instance, if you are so frustrated that your husband simply will not help with housework, not the way you really think he should, and you complain about it often, And you not only complain about it to your spouse in front of your children, but your children hear you complaining to your friends or your mother or your sister or whomever on the telephone. You all, what that does is that creates dysfunction and doubt and insecurity in your children You see, all children want to feel safe. Children feel safe when they feel their mother and father are united in their devotion to one another and to the family. Now, of course, I understand and know that that is not always the case with both spouses. We don't always, um, our spouse doesn't always feel the way that we feel, but that doesn't mean that we criticize our spouse in front of our children. The thing is, is that each of us feel as though we are a part of our parent because y'all, we are, right? (laughs) I mean, we're a physical part of our parent, both mother and father. We, Half of our DNA comes from each of our parents. Our parents are who we are physically And we acquire a lot of the traits of our parents, whether we like it or not. And so your children, part of our children's identity is wrapped up in the way they view both their mother and their father. And I realize that not all mother and fathers live up to the role that they should live up to as a mother and father. I realize that and it's a very, very sad, very sad thing for children. But I want us to be aware that it does not help our children when they see one of their parents as a failure. You all, it's, It's very difficult for a child to have self-respect for themselves when they have such little respect for one of their parents. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm saying it's difficult. I'm not saying that we should sugarcoat truth. I just want us to consider The way that we speak about our children's other parent is often how our children will begin to view themselves. Recently, I had the privilege of spending time with a really good friend um, and uh, well, friends, plural, and My one friend has a father that in many ways let this child down and uh, in, in more than one area. But what was so kind of fascinating to me is how much time... And energy this adult child of this father seemingly spends worrying about whether or not they were going to end up just like their father. It was almost as if they thought it was inevitable that they would be like their father because of how much that child and all children identify themselves with their parents. So ladies and gentlemen, please, please be careful. My grandmother once told me something that she thought helped her She actually shared with me some things early on in my grandparents' marriage that was difficult for her, and that at first, over certain things, she had a hard time not feeling frustrated. But then she told me that one day, and I don't know if someone gave her this advice or this was something that came from the Lord, But she said I decided that I was going to start treating your grandfather as if he were already the man that I wanted him to be and that I knew that he could be. Now y'all I'm not saying that men don't uh, have the same issues with their wives. Um, So this isn't a man problem. This is a people problem. Hopefully husbands will learn to treat their wives as if they are already the wives that they were designed to become. And she said it helped her because instead of seeing her husband as someone who didn't measure up to all the things that she wanted him to measure up to, she just already assumed that he was that person and as she started treating him as if he was the best husband and the best father, that she saw that it changed in him a desire to become the best father and the best husband. Now, I guess one could argue some of those, that theory and philosophy. But I have found in my own life as I treat not just my spouse, but other people as if they are already the person. Because we are not the person that I, that I, I'm not the person today that I hope I end up being. There's, I know and can see all the weaknesses that I still struggle with. And I hope the Lord allows me to live on the earth longer so that I can overcome more. I know I'll never overcome everything, but I always feel like, oh, don't take me yet, Father. I need to, I need to learn and get that out of my life before you take me. Um, and I know I can't do any of that without Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only one that can transform who we are. Jesus is the only one that can help us overcome our weaknesses. Parents, I just wanted to share these thoughts with you today. I think it's so important how we speak about our children, how we speak about our children's other parent in front of our children. I hope that one day at our memorial service, our children in describing us, could say something to the effect My mom, my dad were so generous with their words about others. They always saw the best in others. They always saw the best in me. And because they did that and lived as examples of people who see the best in people. It made me want to be better. It made me want to see the best in others. Could there be a better compliment to the kind of parent that we were if our children could say such things? Thank you for listening today. If you can think of anyone that you think might benefit from listening to these words or any of our sessions. You can find all of our sessions at parentwisewithmonicairvin.com and I hope you will share it. Thank you once again, you all. Have the best day.